גמרא יבמות דף ל"ח, מסכת דרק הילד ודרפואה שלמיו, שמעון בן שמחה אל נא רפנלו בתוך שאר חולי עמו ישראל, אמן. We begin today's דף on ל"ז עמוד ב' and we are up to the fourth case in the laws of ירושה. And we are uh, going to start with the words Safek ubene yabam sheba'u lachlok That is going to be That's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven About eight lines down from where they get wide and we begin the case Safek ubenei yabam shebao lachlok benichsei yabam lebatar depalag now let's go back to yesterday's first case Because this is a part B of yesterday's first case. In yesterday's Gemara, we learned, if you have, let's say, the Sefik. Now, the Sefik is always the kid that we don't know if he's the son of the uh, deceased or the son of the Yavam. So he's always called Sefik. And yesterday we learned, if he comes with the Yavam, the Yavam... And him have a claim. What's the claim? The Safik says that he is the son of the deceased. And therefore, since he is the son of the deceased, he wants the Yerushah. The Yerushah belongs to him. The Yavam says, no, you're my son. And therefore, you get nothing from the deceased estate. So yesterday, the law was, Yahloku. You divide it. It's Mamon, Amutad, Besafek, Holkin. So you give the... Safek, half the estate. You give the Yavam, half the estate. Veshalom al Yisrael. Now we get to part B of that case. Part B is, now the Yavam died. Yavam died, now his kids get involved. His kids get involved, <clears throat> and now we have a claim with the Safek and the Bene Yavam. So we start. They're coming to argue on the nechassim, the assets of the yabam, after he split them already. Which means we settled the case already. The yabam got half, the safek got half, now they want to open up the case again, after the yabam dies. Now what's the claim over here? After the Yavam already divided, with the Nechassim of the, his deceased brother. Case number one. Now we get to the claims. The children of the Yavam say, Bring a proof that you're our brother and that you can come and take. You see, uh, once the Yavam dies, so he has half that 
property that he got already from his brother. So now he's going to bequeath it to his children. So the children of the Yavam say to the Safik, prove that you're our brother, and we'll give you a piece of the action. Amar dehu Safik. The Safik says, hold it. Man nafshaychu. Miman nafshach. I get something over here. ana. If I am your brother, habudi minata bahadaychu. So give me a chelik uh, with you. Which means, uh, what I got already, the other half, I'll give back to you. I will divide everything equally. Which is, if I'm your brother, then what I got already from the deceased, that doesn't belong to me. So I'll give it back to you, and we'll divide everything equally. V'ibar mitna'ana, and if I am the son of the deceased, habuli palga palag abuchon bahadai. So then already give me the other half. <laughs> give me the other half that your father already took, because that already belongs to me. So I'm going to take over here everything. Understand what the guy's asking over here? So the Gemara comes along and says, Rabbi Abba Amar Kamdina. Kamdina means there's no, I don't know what they call it in the law, maybe double jeopardy. Once the law is decided, you can't re-judicate a law that was judged already. You can't keep on going back and say, well, let's do it again, you know. So therefore, once already we decided in the last psak that the Yavam gets half and the son gets and the Safek gets half. That's done already. We're not going to go back now and rehash and say that now he should get everything. We say already, Kam Dina. And therefore, they could come along and say, Bring a proof that you're my brother. You got your half already. You got your half already. Now you want to take from us? Prove that you're our brother, and we'll give you a piece of the action. Until you can prove that you're the brother, we're not giving you anything. See, his claim is, no, either I want a piece of the whole action, or give me back the half. No, 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 no. Whatever we did, we're not giving back anything. The half already you got, the half we got. Now you want to take a piece of our half, prove that you're the brother, and then uh, we'll go further from there. That's the law that's called Kam Dina. Now let's read the Rashi. Uh, it's called Estapel. What is it called? Estapel. Estapel. Estapel? Yes. Which means what? Once already the dean is already decided. He's stopped. He's stopped from arguing the other way. He's already committed. He committed, exactly. The first judgment already is, is ruled. You don't, you don't re, uh, re-judge. Very good. That's it. So read we, 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 Rashi. Dibuna Matriel Kamdina Kamdina Hashina Asad Dim Benefse Hamed, and Zayahol Lachzor Ula Arer Alehem. Umashu Shoel Benefse Hayabam, Amrile, Aitiraya. Right, you're asking uh, 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 to get the whole thing. You're not getting the whole thing already. We gave you half already. That, that, that case is closed. Are you asking to get a part of uh, our uh, Yerusha? Bring it, Aya. Rabbi Yirmiya Amar, no, Hadar Dina. Hadar Dina means we, the judgment is retried, so to speak. And therefore, B'nai Yavam, they actually have to give half of the Nechassim to the Safek or to divide all the Nechassim B'Shaveh. That means 
the claim of the Safik is good. He, he's, he's allowed to reopen the case, the Safik, according to the Biyin Miyah. Hadar Dina. Right. Either return the half and give it to the Safik, or divide everything equally amongst all the, uh, all the brothers. So the Gemara says, this Mahlokit, whether you hold um, Kam Dina, or whether you hold Hadar Dina, could be a Mahlokit amongst um, uh, Tanaim. Lema Biflukta the Admon the Rabbanan Kamepalge. We have a Mishnah in Ketubot. Mi shehalak lemedina tayam. Ve'avda lo derech sadehu. Which means the guy went overseas. Now he had a field and he also had a road on his field in order to access it from the Rishut Rabim. So there was a path that is able to go into his field very easy. Now, when he got back, he forgot exactly which side was that access path. Which side of the field it was. Admon Amar Yelech Bekitsara. Which means now he's got a bunch of fields around him. And now he forgets exactly where his uh, little access path was. So Edmond comes along and says he could force the other field owners to give them, or to give him, the shortest of the paths. Because, listen, something for sure was his. So let him give him the shortest of the path. At least he's getting, uh, getting something. That's the opinion of Yelech Bekitzara. Ba'chamim omrim yekak lo derech no... He's got to pay an exorbitant amount of money, even a hundred money, which is a lot of money, just in order to get access. Which is basically saying, they don't got to give him anything. He's got to buy it for a high price. Or, or let him fly. Which means, basically, he doesn't get that, uh, that, 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 that uh, access path back. So now the Gemara makes an analysis over here. Little banan. According to the Shittav Rabbanan, Shapir Ka'amar Admon. L'chaura Admon is right. Listen, we know he had an access path. So by giving him the shortest path, so you're giving him something that he had already. You know, for sure, you know, he might not be taking you know, the full path that he had, but at least he's getting something. So why not give him uh, the Ketzara? They owe him something. Those other fields owe him something because he didn't have an access path. So why isn't Admon right? Just give him the give him the give him the ketzara. So he says, the Amar of Yudah Marav, Hakam b'May Askinan. So we're talking about a very specific case. Kegon shekifuha arba'a bene adam me arbaru hot. When the guy came back, he was surrounded. All his field was surrounded by four fields that were owned by four different owners. So the Gemara says, and therefore what? Each guy can come along and say, go to the other guy. I'm not going to give you an access from my field. Your access path was in the other guy's field. And sure enough, each guy can be doche. Each guy will push him away to the other. That's why the Rabbanan say <laughs> they don't got to acquiesce. So the Gabbana says, then wait. So what's the reason for Edmond then? Why does Edmond say that they have to give him a ketzara? Each one should be able to push him away. Rabba comes along and says, In a case where the fields that are now owned by four different individuals, 
if they originally came from four individuals, or you have four people that own the fields now that came actually from one, everybody agrees you can push them. Because bottom line right now, there's four owners. If there's four owners right now, I don't care where they came from. If the four owners came from four owners or the four owners came from one owner, bottom line right now, when this guy comes and says, give me access, go to the other guy. Give me access, go to the other guy. Bottom line, everybody will agree they could push him. So where's the machloket? Ki peligi behad Now there's one owner. The one owner is coming, however, from four owners. There the machloket's going to be. Admon sabar matzi amarle mikol makom darki gabahu. Listen, you're one owner. You own all the fields right now. Bottom line, in one of these fields, I have access. So therefore, you can't push me. Where are you going to push me? You're the, you're, you're the sole owner now. So therefore, give me, give me at least access on the smallest path. Where do the rabbis hold? The Amri Ishatak Shatak. The Rabbanan say that the, uh, the owner of the fields can say, if you keep quiet, you can keep quiet. And I won't sell it to you for a high price. Meaning, if you don't be a wise guy, I'll sell it to you for a fair price. But if you're not going to keep quiet, you're going to make trouble. And you say, no, no, I want it for free. I want access. So you know what I'll do? I'll go along and I'll return the shtarot to the other four owners. Now you're not going to be able to deal with them. Which I'll undo it. I'll undo the the the, 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 the 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 sale and go give back the four shtarot, not the four owners. They'd be stuck. Because when it comes to four owners, you, you can't deal with You can deal with me. I'm negotiating for a good price. But if you're going to be a wise guy, I'll go give the shtarot back. Now how are you going to get it? You're not going to get anything. Because each guy can be docheyu. So he's undoing the he's undoing the case. So the Gemara says, Lema Rabbi Abba de Amar Kirabanan. Rabbi Abad that said, Kamdina. Kamdina is, you go where it is now. And therefore, they'll be going like the Shita of Rabbanan. And Rabbi Nimiyah will hold like what? Will hold like Edmond. Now let's see Rashi. Let's read Rashi. Just catch up. Um... The Atu Mikoah Arbaa, we saw that Isha Takshad, just to read the bottom line in Ashi. Right. If you keep quiet, I'll sell it to you for, for a decent price. Now let, let, let's see exactly how these three Shitot will go uh, 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 correct. Rabbanan and Edmon are arguing on the same Mahloket. Do we say Kamdina or Hadadina? Edmon holds what? Hadar Dina. And therefore, even though originally there was four owners of the field, and therefore when there was four owners, he really doesn't have any rights. However, now that the fields are owned by one, Jose Dina, now the Dean comes along and says what? He has a derech. So therefore it comes according to uh, uh, Edmond, Hadar Dina. Hadadim is the deen changes. Explain to you why. 
The Dean Chenkos, when there was four owners in the field, the law was one way. What? He has no access. Now that there's one owner, there is access. So what do you see over here? Hadardina. You, 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 you're changing the case. You're changing the ruling. Hadardina. You retry the case because the facts, uh, the facts changed. Uh, but according to uh, Rabbanan, no, Rabbanan say, Kamdina. Too late. Once there was four owners already and you lost your rights to the field, Kamdina. You lost your rights. So then the Gemara wants to say the Mahlokit of Hadardina. <coughs> or Kamdina is actually the Mahlok between Admon and Rabbanan. Amelecha Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Abba says, Ana de Amre, which means, <coughs> that's what I said, which means I hold that what? Kamdina. <coughs> which means what? That the law stands as it is. Kamdina. Afilu Admon, which means I can be following even the Shita of Admon. <coughs> which means what? Adkan lo kamar Admon hatam. The only reason why Admon said over there, Ela mishum da amar le mimanafshach, because the guy could tell him, listen, you're the owner of all the fields, so mimanafshach, you got to give me something. He has that solid claim. So even though normally what we say kamdina, which is the law, the law, but over here he has a good claim against him. He can tell him in manafshak you owe me something. Darkihad gabaku. One of my access paths is by you. But over here the the safik and the children of the yabam The safik cannot say this, which means he doesn't know exactly what he's being tobeya. He can't say, for sure it's mine. He doesn't know if half of his is, is his or the whole thing is his. So therefore, since he cannot come with that claim, so therefore, they could, they could push him off. And therefore, you have no, you have no raya, uh, 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 which is, could be only in the case of the field, where the, the case, it's a strong, strong deem. So therefore, we come along and say, Kamdina. Because right now, Bashir Husham, he could tell the guy, listen, for sure one of my access roads, my access was by you. Therefore, we'll say, Kamdina. Bashir, when you don't have a certain claim, a for sure claim, like in the case of the Safek and the Bnei Yabam, so we're not going to say, Kamdina. Then we can come along and say, uh, maybe Hadadina. will say, Ana de Amre. I said, Hadadina, that you go back. Afilu Rabbanan, which means even according to Rabbanan, Ad kan lo kamri Rabbanan hatam, Ela mishum da amar le, Ishatak shatak, Vilo madrinash tremarayu. The only reason why he said hadar dina is because he could do it. Over there, he could do that by, by saying, if you don't keep quiet, I'm going to give the shtarot back and undo the whole thing, and therefore you're stuck. There he has a possibility to hadar dina. He could come along and Undo it with the shtanot. The law matzit nishtuya dina ba'lo. You're not going to have any claims. You're not going to be able to talk to those guys. But over here, can you say it? You can't say anything over here. Which means, what are you going to come with? I'm going to return? Return what? He died already. Over here we have, we have a, you, you can't undo this and bring it back 
to the case, already these are things that are irreparable already. So in a case where you can actually hadardina by giving the shtarot back, then I say I agree. But in this case over here, even Rabbanan will agree with me that you cannot say, I mean in the case of the Yabam and the Safek, Safek and the Bene Yabam, there you cannot say hadardina, because there's no way hadardina. You can't undo what happened already. Read Rashi, Mi'ika de Marachet, that we saw in the last... Yeah. Right. Right. That's the last time. Very good. So therefore, no, 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 uh, uh, of Kamdina and Hadar Dina, no bearings on the Mahloket Gabe, Edmon and Rabbana. Now we get to the fifth case, Rabotai. Case number five. Safek v'yavam. Okay, these guys are back, 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 uh, fighting with each other. The safek and the yavam, shebau lachlok benekne saba. Now they're arguing on the father of the yavam, the father of the yavam, the grandfather. Now what's the what's the safek over here? Safek amar hai gavra bar mitnahu, which means I am the son of the deceased. And therefore, upal gadidiu. So half my grandfather's assets go to my father, and as a result, come to me. So I get half the estate, and you get half the estate. But he's claiming that he is a son of the deceased. Yavam amar ad didiat. You are my son. And therefore, when my father passed, I get everything. Have Yabam Vadai. Well, the Yabam is a Vadai, because there's no question the Yabam is definitely a son of the Saba, of the grandfather. He's definitely a son. He's definitely Yoresh. There's no She'ela on his. However, the Safik, Safik. The Safik is a Safik, which means he might get all or nothing. So we don't know where his claims come from. If he's, if he's the son of the Yabam, he gets nothing. So he, he's coming from a claim that's a Safik, whereas the Yabam is coming from a claim in a position of. Vadai, the end. Safek the vadai, the safek, which is the safek guy, cannot come along and take anything from the claimant that is a vadai, namely the yavam. Okay, now we get to case number six. Safek ubene yavam. Okay. The Safek and the children of the Yavam, Shebao Nachlok Binikne Saba. They're coming to divide the Nikasim of the grandfather. Their grandfather, they want to divide it. Safek Amar, what does the Safek say? Hahu Gavra, meaning he's talking about himself. Bar Mitnahu. I am the son of the deceased, and therefore, Pagadidiu. My father inherited half, and therefore, I get the half. Of my father. And the Bnei Yabam say, You're our brother. And you divide it equally with us. Which means, grandfather passed away. Obviously, the Yabam's not there either. So therefore, we divide it uh, equally amongst us. So now, the Gemara says, Wait, there's a lot of admissions over here that they're giving to the Safek over here. Which is, there's certain things... Either the Safek is saying, I get half for myself, or he's saying, I get a piece of the action 
uh, with, with the brothers. He's going to get from some, so from either side. He's going to get. So, which means the half that the safek is more there. The safek is like, I don't get more than half. Which means there's two brothers over here. The grandfather passed away. So, therefore, there's two brothers. There's the deceased and there's the abam. So, it's 50-50. The, the, the safek cannot get more than half. So, he conceded already half to the other, to, to his cousins. So, therefore... The half that he conceded to them, chocolate. They they take it, which means let's say there was a, a six gold coins. The rabbis give an example. So there were three already. The, the cousins are going to get because he conceded that to them. Tilta de Kamodele and the third that the bnei yabama modim, which means they're more there. That what that. You're our brother, and therefore what? You get a third of the estate. So what's a third of the estate? So you're going to get what? Two zeuvim. So therefore, shakal. So he gets that also. So what, what do you got basically left? You got one, 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 one gold coin left. Pashlehu danka. And that's where the machloket is. The safek is saying, it's mine. And the brothers are coming along to say, no, it's ours. So that's the item that they divide. So again, all the monies that are agreed to, everybody takes their chalik. There's no argument. The only machlok is on the one coin. And on that, we say, So let's just read the Rashi on that. Palga. Right, which means the palga, he's more there. He's like, listen, if I'm the son of the deceased, I only got half. Why? There was two brothers here, right? So the grandfather bequeathed six zehuvim. Half will go to the deceased, and half will go to the yabam. So he's saying, I'm the son of the deceased. Beautiful. So therefore, my grandfather, who was morish to my father, is morish to me. <coughs> and therefore, what? I'm only asking for three. You're getting uh, the three belong to you. So take the three off the table. So now we got three zubim that we're dealing with. And you're coming along to say what? You're coming along to say tilta. Tilta de kamodele shenezehubim tilta de kulehunichse. Right, which means they're coming along to say what? You get a third of the nechasim. So a third of the nechasim is how much? Two. So therefore, the the uh, 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 the safek gets another two. So he's ending up so far with how much? Five. So where's the safek? Shakil. Uh-huh. Pashdanka, so you have the one sixth left. Okay, so that's that case over there, Okay, now we get to the last two cases. <coughs> case number seven and case number eight. Saba v'yavam b'nechseh safek. Okay. Now we got an interesting case. This guy that was the safek died without children. Now, the, the grandfather and the yavam are coming to divide the nechassim of the safek. Now let's just get the cases. Let's get the claims. The grandfather's going to come along and say that this safek... Ben Ahamitu. He's what? 
he's the son of the deceased. And therefore, son of the deceased, the halakha says in Yerusha, when you have a son of the deceased, and therefore there's nobody left, so the Yerusha goes back up. The grandfather is Yoresh's son. Basically he's saying over here, listen, this, this kid over here, the Sefeq, was the son of the deceased, and therefore now that he died, so where does his money go? It goes back up. Back up to where? To the Saba, to the grandfather. And therefore, I'm the first one in the Yerusha. Now, what does the Yabam say? The Yabam says, no, the Safek is mine. And therefore, since the Safek died, I'm Yoreshim. So basically, the grandfather and the Yabam are arguing who's going to be Yoresh, the assets of the, of the Safek. Okay? The father obviously comes before the grandfather in Yerusha. That's what the Yabam is saying. I get the Yerusha. I come before, I, he comes before his father. So that's why it's either Yavam saying, I, I, it's mine, or the Sabbath saying, what are you talking about? This was the deceased son, and now the deceased son over here, there's nobody left, therefore comes up, goes up to me. So the Gemara says, or another case, this is case number eight, or Saba v'safek b'nechsei Yavam, which means the Yavam died, and he didn't leave any children, except the Safek kid, that can go either way. And now the Saba and the Safek are coming to divide the assets of the Yavam. So the grandfather says, you Safek, you're the son of the Met. And therefore, since you're the son of the Met, so therefore, I'm Yoresh, my son. Get out of here. I'm Yoresh, my son, totally. Because the law is, if the son dies, there's nobody left, it goes back up. Therefore, he says, it belongs to me. The Safek is saying, what are you talking about? I'm the son of the Yavam. And he tells his grandfather, get out of here. I'm the son of the Yavam. The son is Yoresh's father before his father's Yoreshim. And therefore, they're arguing on exactly who is Yoresh, the Yabam's estate. Again, these are all fair arguments. In both cases, Mamona Mutal Besafek Vehol Kim. This is Mamona Mutal Besafek. Hokim Ridrashi Hokim, right before the Mishnah. Right, there's no muhzak over here. It's a, it's a, each claim is equal, and therefore the law is divided. Okay, those are the cases. Beautiful, beautiful cases. Now we go to the next Mishnah. Now, interestingly enough, this is a carbon copy of a Mishnah that is in Masichet. It's bringing it over here because of the element of Shomeret Yabam. Okay, so let's go start the, the case over here. We're talking about now a Shomeret Yabam. <clears throat> now, Shomeret Yabam, that she gives us some, some dictionary words here. Shomeret means to anticipate, like Ba'aviv Shamaret Adabar. To anticipate or to wait. Shomeri Yabam means you have a lady that's waiting for Yibum to take place. So she's in, we call that limbo. Right? She can't get married to the Shuk <coughs> until either the Yabam consummates or makes Halitza. So in that state of limbo, she's called Shomeret Yabam. She's anticipating and waiting for Yabam. Now she says, Mamtenet umetzapeh. Mamtenet umetzapeh means she's anticipating and waiting. Okay, so what happened over here? Shenafla <laughs> nechasim. 
Okay, here we go. Napla nechasim, that she says, she fell into some money. Where did she fall into some money from? From her father. Okay, no problem, that belongs to her. Now the question is going to be like this, Rabotai. Does the Yavama vechelek in that money? Because basically, uh, she's connected to, to a certain degree, so do we say that that money that falls, normally when a wife inherits, it goes to the husband. So therefore the question is going to be, what is the Yavam stake in that Yerusha that she was Yoreshit when she was a Shomeret Yavam? So it says, Modim Betchamayu Betilel, Betchamayu agree in this case, Shemucheret Venotenet Kayam. It's hers completely to sell it, and if she sells it, the, the sale is finalized. It's hers. She can do whatever she wants with it. Mocheret venotenet vekayam. That's she. Shenaflanachasim. Fine. That's it. We did it. We read it. Now let's go to the next case. So the first case is she's alive. Now we get to the case of Meta. Mazem Meta. <laughs> the Shomeret Yabam, before the Yibum, or before the Halitza, Aleha Shalom, she died. What are we talking about over here? In the Kituvah of every lady, <coughs> there's an asset that's called Nekseh Son Barzel. <coughs> what does this Son Barzel mean? Literally, it means they're they're iron, iron properties. She brings in certain properties into the marriage, and those properties are assessed. An assessment is made by the husband, and the law is that if there's a divorce or if he dies, so she gets that fixed price that was made on the nixer, somebody, whether the properties went up, or whether the properties went down, it doesn't matter. It goes according to the fixed price that they put in the ketubah, legaber, the nixer, that's what they call it, barzel. Barzel means it's, it's like iron, it's iron clad. Okay? That's what she brings in the, into the dowry over there. Okay? She, and and she, she assesses it, and they put it in the uh, ketubah. And the husband, again, is obligated to make that payment in the in the event of a divorce, or if he dies, she will get that fixed price that was written into the ketubah. It does not matter whether the price went up or went down. The husband is obligated to pay for that. That's called nekseh som barzel. So now the Mishnah says, What do we do with this nekseh son barzel? Let's talk about another asset that a lady brings in. This is a point Ketubot stuff, Rabotai. There's another nechis that the lady brings into the marriage, which is called nechseh midlog. Nechseh midlog is a type of asset that the lady brings in, and she doesn't want to put it in the Ketubah. However, uh, they come in, let's say, after she gets married. Let's say she got a Yerusha from someone, and therefore she has these assets that are technically hers. Now the law is, as long as she's married, the husband is able to eat the fruits of these 
fields. The husband is ochel perot on nechse midlog, as long as they're married. However, the actual field itself belongs to the to the wife. She owns the the goof. Okay, and that's uh, that's that. So whenever we talk about this lady over here in the Mishnah, we're talking about a lady that was shomeret yabam. Nothing happened. She didn't uh, consummate. She died. That's what happened. That's enough. So what do we do with the assets? What happens to the nechseh som barzel? That's assets that come into her when she get, after she gets married and nechseh that leave with her, that she takes them with her. So what's the argument over here? Okay, here we go. Fantastic case. Her side, meaning the wife's side, the lady's side, the Shemini Abab said, her father saying, hey, this money goes to us. They want to keep it on the, on the lady's side. However, the Baal, the Yorshia Baal, they want to come along and say, wow, it comes to us because she was Shomeret Yabam. And therefore, it should go to the, to the husband's side. So here we have a, a tug of war between Yorshia Isha or Yorshia Habaal. And Bechamai says, Yahloku. And that's referring to, again, Bechamai is referring to Nechseh Milog, because that's really the lady's property. Betelel Omrim, it depends. Nechasim Bechizkatam, which means we leave the assets of the Nechseh Milog, Bechizkatam, we'll read that in a minute. Ketubah, regarding the Ketubah, whatever else monies are there, Be'azkat Yorshia Baal, they stay by the husband. And Nechassim, and Nechnasim V'yotzimimah, which is Nechseh Milog, Be'azkat Yorshia Ha'av. That goes to the Yorshim of the father. A lot has been said over here. We will now read the sheep. Be'nechassim and Nechnasim V'yotzimimah. I know Stop right there. Stop right there. That's a big thing. That we just said a big thing here. <coughs> Shamai says this lady over here is Shomeret Yabam. She is quasi married to this Yabam. Forget about Zika, not Zika. Safik Nisu'ah. We treat her like a Safik Nisu'ah. Now, what's the deen of a regular Nisu'ah? A regular Nisu'ah, the husband gets all the assets. Now, she's not, she's not fully Nisu'ah, because she's only Shomerit. So, therefore, she's considered Safik Nisu'ah. Unbelievable. So, therefore, since he's Safik Nasu'i, that Safik generates money. He gets half the estate. Or have to get to Unbelievable. So just by doing nothing, just by being alive and dying, he didn't give her a kiddushin, didn't do anything. There's a shomer at Yabam. And therefore he gets half of her estate. Aval. Right, which means, when it comes to the actual Kitubah payment, that already, we're going to say, belongs to her still. And therefore, that goes to the father's side. 
The only arguing over here is Bet Shammai is the Nechseh Midlog, which is regarding Nechseh Midlog, those properties that are in the Kedua, because he says, uh, uh, um, uh, when it comes to Nechasim and Nechnasim v'yotzim ima, which is Nechseh Midlog, Bet Shammai is going to come along and say, since the husband is Yoresh, the husband's Yoresh, well, he's a half a husband, we'll call this guy. He's a half a husband, so that means Yoresh, half the Nechseh Midlog, and, she, and her side gets the other half. And Betelel is going to argue, and we'll see exactly the Mahlokin as we get to the as we get to the Gemara. Fine. We will wait for the Gemara to see Betelel Shita as well. We'll go slow in the Sugya, we'll go back to the Mishnah and explain everything in its proper time. Let's wait, first... Wait, 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 yes, what, does mean, what does it mean her Ketubah? The money, the money of a Ketubah. There's always money. He, he, there's money. No, but, she, but there's no ketubah here because she she wasn't. She was married. What do you mean? Oh, the ketubah that she had from the, from the the, the, the who died. Ah, because the yabam is hayab to pay her that, right? Okay. okay so now <coughs> the gemarad comes along and says, "Well, Mishnah continues. Kenasa." Again, by the time we will go back to those two shitot, don't get nervous. We, we're reading it quickly because we're going to rely on the Gemara and to go back to it. Kenasa, if the Yabam actually is Kones. Okay, that's it. That's it. He gets, uh, he gets everything. It's his wife. Which means the Yabam, the new guy, is not Mechayev, a new Ketubah. Elawat. He accepts upon himself the responsibility of the original ketubah of his deceased brother. Therefore, he picks up that responsibility. And therefore, he does not ex- accept upon himself a new hayyuf. The shi'bud of the ketubah is on the nechassim of the husband that dies. Uh, I'm sorry, the husband that died. It's not on him to do it. It's on, the shi'bud is on the original husband. He's not mehayyib anything. The Hayyub is on the estate of the deceased husband. Okay, now we start. Maishina Resha de lo Paligi, Umaishina Sefa de Peligi. This is the main question of today's Sugya. Let me just fix this so you can see me better. <clears throat> what's the Resha and what's the Sefa? Which means, in the beginning of the Mishnah, what do we say? Shomeret Yabam, Shenaptula Nechassim, that Nechassim came to in a Yerusha, Bet Shemayim Bet agree, it's hers. It's totally hers to do whatever she wants with them. That's the Resha of the Mishnah. Umay Shena Sefa. What's the Sefa? The Sefa is where she's a Shomeret Yabam, and she's a Shomeret Yabam that died. So then we come along and say, we have a Mahlok in Bet Shammai Bet that what? Does the Yorshim of the Baal get a Helek of the Yerushab the Nechsemilog or not? Why? In the Resha, we're saying it's, her, it's the wives. It belongs to the wife. She's a Shomeret Yabam, it belongs to her. And when she dies, when she dies, all of a sudden we say, no, maybe it belongs to the Yorshia Baal. How did he get involved? When she was alive, it belonged to her, you told me. But she might be still agreed that she could sell the properties. Now when she dies, all of a sudden there's this effect that it belongs to the uh, 
to the husband? Rabotai, how did that happen? Nashi. Then already you say the husband gets involved. The Yavam gets involved. The, 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 the husband's family gets involved. And the husband's family get involved. And the Resha, when, she, when, 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 when uh, she, she inherited, when she was a Shemeret Yavam, you said what? It's hers. Now all of a sudden it becomes uh, the husband's. How did this happen? Why is the Resha one deen? According to everybody. And the Sefer is Mahlokit. Amar Ula. <coughs> First answer of the Gemara. Ula says, Resha de nafla kishihi arusa. The Resha is talking about where she fell, meaning to the Yavam, as an arusa. That means she was only engaged. She was only arusa to the deceased. And then the guy died. So she falls to the Yabam from Irusin. And therefore, <coughs> she, she, didn't, she didn't do anything yet with the Yabam. The law is that a Shomeret Yabam is like one step lower than the level she came from. So if she was coming from a level of Irusin, now that she fell and she didn't do anything yet, She's considered like a sefek arusa. Because again, he didn't consummate. So therefore, she's considered sefek arusa. So sefek arusa, even if she was a full arusa, let's speak it out. Even if she was, let's say, a full arusa, who gets the Yerushav and arusa? Arusa, the Yerushav really goes to her. Doesn't go to the husband. And either you want to be mahmir and say, no, listen, the rabbis established that an arusa's money should go to the husband, the future husband, but not in the case of Safek Arusa. This is even a case of less than Arusa. It's a Safek Arusa because you didn't consummate yet. So therefore, in the case of Safek Arusa, we're going to say what? Keep it to her. However, the Sefa is talking about what? She fell to the Yabam from a Nisu'in after the deceased husband married her. And therefore, the law is that what? A regular nisu'ah. What's the law if she sells any assets? No sale. It goes back. And therefore, similarly over here, we're going to consider a safek nisu'ah. And a safek nisu'ah, the shomerit yabam is going to have rights. And therefore, not full rights. Not full rights. But therefore, Betshamah is going to say, you divide it. The answer basically is, how did the Yabam get involved to take her asset? Because she's considered a safik nisu'ah. What makes her a safik nisu'ah? Because she fell from nisu'in. So whatever level she had in the first husband, she automatically assumes that level in the Yabam, going in as a shomeret. So either she's a shomeret arusa or shomeret nisu'ah. But it's really not nisu'ah or arusa, it's really safik arusa. That's a victim swap. Read all that in the Rashi now, please. 
even the Telel that was Mahmir by a Vadai Arusa, that she shouldn't sell assets, but he'll be more there by a Safek Arusa that can sell the assets, and therefore the Katarina even. Therefore, again, Rabotai, the Resha was talking about what? She fell Mina Erusin. And it's her assets. It's her goods. It's her stuff. She can do whatever she wants with it. The second case of Stormah, when she died, it was Mina Nisuin. Nisuin already, you can understand that the husband already will have some rights to it because it's like he's married. Or Safek married. Therefore, Bet Shammai is going to say, Yahloku. And a zika that comes from a nisua creates a safek nisua. And therefore, safek. You have to say that. If it's because if it's a full nisua, give it all to the husband. We're not giving it all to the husband. We're giving it some taru. Why? Because it creates a safek. Right? So he holds the SDK. So he holds the SDK. Uh, is, is this is this Talui on, on Yesika? Is it is it a Yesika machlokin over here? I guess so. It's it's sort of connection you have to say. And the connection is established based on what our first connection was. And the Suar and Arusa. Fine. Rabotai, now we continue. So that was the opinion. Who's talking, by the way, giving this answer? This is Ula's answer. Nice answer. <laughs> now the Gemara explains. Zikat Arusa Osa Sefik Arusa. I'm going to prove to you that a Zika that was created from an Arusa will create in the Shomeret state a Safek Arusa situation. Because if you want to say that she's a Vadai Arusa, how can Betelel say that she could sell it like a Tahila and the sale is complete? That if Nechassim fell to the girl, a lady, when she was Arusa, she could sell. You cannot sell like a Tahila. But if she sold as an Arusa, it'll be Kayam, but you cannot sell. So if you're going to tell me that a Safik Arusa makes an Arusa Badai, how could you tell me over here in the Mishnah that Betelel's Modesh, she could sell it like a Tahila? Betelel does not hold you could sell, and Arusa cannot sell like a Tahila. And Ashmamina, Zikat Arusa, Osa, Safik Arusa. And if she's a Safik, so that's why Betelel says she can be. Because she's not as strong as a arusa. Zikat nesua osa safek nesua. The next case, a zika of a nesua makes a safek nesua. The isal gadadak vaday nesua. 
Then we have a question according to Bet Shammai. If you're going to say that it makes a vadaini, so Bet Shammai only miyachloku yorshia balim yorshia ab. Why does Bet Shammai say that they divide the assets amongst the husband and the father of the wife of the lady? Why next time you look, atenan naftula nekasim mishini said, which means if already nekasim came to once she gets married, fully married, elu velu Bet Shammai will agree. Modim she machrav and atnan shabal motzim yadal kohod. That's we can nullify the sale and take it back. Ella, you cannot tell me that you divide assets. If it's a full nisuin, it belongs to the husband. Ella shmamina zikat Very good. That's that. Now the Gemara is going to ask a question against the Ola from our Mishnah. Amar le If you want to tell me that the whole reason of Bet Shema in the Sefa. That says, Yahloku <laughs> is talking about because why? It was Safek Nisuin. And the Resha was talking about what? Safek uh, Irusin. Safek Arusa. That's the Hiduk that we want to give. And what? The Mishnah, by the way, to prove this point, gave me two cases. The Resha is where she's alive. And the Sefa is where she died. Now, okay, you proved your point, but you could prove the same point without having making her dead. The Gemara says, Which means, why do you have to argue on the Gufa, meaning the actual asset itself, and therefore make the case, argue on Perot and keep everybody alive. You can keep her alive and we can prove the same point not the actual goof of the asset but the perot. We, didn't we say that the husband gets to eat perot? So talk about midlog. They don't have to make the lady die and we'll make a chiluk between who gets these perot? Whether she gets them or you divide it. And what will be the mahlokit? That's she. Amar le. Rabba. Stop. What is the halukah adifa? Bechamai. You're saying it's better to split. Halukah adifa. You hold. Split it. Let them get half. Let them get half. We go. Because it's safik. If you hold like that, that's what your point is to teach me. Adem epalgev. Because that's where the argument is. Because the argument over the way you, you framed it was <laughs> the argument on the Nixim Milog, which is the goof of the Karka, after she died. Who gets it? And what did Bet Shemai say? Split it. Why do you have to say that? Say better. Lift the goof. Stop right there. Stop right there. If they were definitely married, who gets the perot? The husband. Well, now that you're saying it's a safek nesu'ah, there you go. There should be a ma'lokan on who gets the perot and divide the perot. Rabotai. Therefore, Bet Shammai doesn't have to kill the lady. Let the lady be alive. And then the argument is who gets the perot and say yahloku. And what's Bet going to say? Right, Betelel's opinion is you keep the asset in the Hazaka, whoever had them. And she already has the 
Azaka over here, Velo Shakil, Mide, and she will not, and he, they will not get any because she's holding on to the to the asset. Point is, why did you have to come along and give a case of Mita? Finish that she. Right. It's got to be, not because Bet Shemai just says over here, uh, uh, split it. Ela Bet Shemai must hold that if she's alive, she has a stronger claim than if she's dead. Originally, we didn't say that. Originally, we said, no, Bet Shemai opts for Yahloku always. And therefore, in the Arusa, there's no deen to Yahloku. And this is uh, yeah. But the fact that the Mishnah went out of its way to say, Resha, she's alive. Sefa, she's dead. It's much better because she's alive. That's why she has a bigger claim. So the Gemara says a new answer. Ella. <coughs> Ella. Amar Idi v'idi, both cases. Reshan sefa tenafla kishihi nisua. Okay, no more arusa. She fell from nisuin. Vizikat nisua osa sefek nisua. That doesn't change either. Her status, bottom line, right now in the reshan sefa is what? She is a sefek nisua. The only difference is in the resha. <coughs> she's a Safik Nisua that's still alive. And the Sefa, she was a Safik Nisua that died. Resha, the Ihi Kaimai, the Resha, was she still alive? Havala Ihi Vadai. So she is a Vadai, which means the Nixem Belog belonged to her. And guess what? She's there. And therefore, the Inu Safik, the Yerushea Baal, they're only safek. They're only coming. Why? Because they're saying, no, because she's safek nesu'ah. The Shomeri Yabam is considered a safek legabe the live lady. And safek motse mide vadai. So when the lady is alive, she's a vadai. No, no, we're not that. You want to come along and say, because safek nesu'ah osad, if I should get a piece of the, piece of the action, you're a safek. I'm a vadai. And therefore, ends the effect of the Yavam to push away the claim of the Vadai. However, Sefa Demeta, oh, the Sefa is not around anymore. Oh. So now who's coming? Now the children, or, or, or her, her father's side is coming. Whether it's the Yurshiha Av, her side, or the husband's side, they're coming to take now Yerusha. They're both coming from Sefik. It doesn't belong to either of you over there, by the way. It's coming from Sefeq on both sides. And therefore, you're saying it's all yours, you're saying it's all yours. Therefore, the Nizya Khoko. Read that sheet. Ella, Maraba, Idi, Vidi, Dinafali, Yibum, Kishi, Nisua. Ihi, Vadai, Shakirin, Shalabi, Manafsha, Hilkah, Alima, Hazakadila. Sefa, Hoil, Meta, Halalu, Baim, Vitwani, Mikoach, Yusha, the Hayabam, Tohen, Mikoach, Yusha, Hilkah, Shinehem, Safek, the Beshamai. Right. If, you say, it's not, right. if you say that it's considered she's married to the Abam already, so the father's side is nothing. And if you go to the father's side, you see he casts nothing, it all belongs to the father. So therefore you're both coming with equal ta'anot. So therefore, Bechamai says, Yachloku. Be laughing, Kinusa. 
And therefore, keep the hazakah, and therefore the husband's side has no rights. But when it comes that when she is alive, and when it comes to now, perot, right, right. will agree when it comes to perot, that even it goes to all tahar, because we keep it on the hazakah. Now the Gemara comes along and has a question. Eti be so now we have a new explanation of Rabbah, Rabotai. This is the, 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 the Shita of Rabbah. Both are talking about this, she fell from this su'ah, and the Resha is talking about where she's alive, and the Sheva where she's dead, and we have a derech. And what's, what's Bet-Shamay's rule? Bet-Shamay's rule is, en safek, mozimi devadai. That a safek, like in this case, the Yavam. He's, coming, he's only coming with din safek. Maybe you're my wife. And if I want to take the property from you, hold it. I'm a bad guy. For sure, the same is by me. Therefore, I'm coming along with a, with a, with a claim of vadai. She's alive. And therefore, en safek mutsimi de vadai. They're only a safek. They're coming to say, well, maybe the asset belongs to me. But she's saying the, 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 the asset definitely belongs to me. That's, that's not a safek. Fine. And therefore, since it's only safek nisuin, there's safek, and she's vadai, and therefore en safek motzimi de vadai. Very good. <coughs> okay, now the Gemara asks, Ulbet shamai en safek motzimi de vadai. Now we get to a case in the Mishnah Baba Batra, page one fifty seven. Okay, the house fell on the son and on the father. Or on him and on one of the inheritors. Basically, both of them died. And on the son, unbelievable case. The son, he had already Kituvavi's wife. He has to pay Kituvavi's wife. That obligation is on him. And Baal Chov. And he also has to pay what? Creditors. Only problem was, he had no money. Now, if the father died first, so then automatically the father's money transfers to the son before he died. And now, you can make some of those payouts maybe. But if the son died first, before the father, that means the son died without any money that he inherited. So the Gemara says, Yorsheha av omrim. What do you think the Yorshim of the father say? Ben metrishon. The son died first. Vehargak metaav. And therefore the son was not Yoresh anything. Because why? The son died first. And therefore when the father died, there was no son. Therefore, the father's assets go all the way to his side only. And therefore, what? You can't pay the creditors. You can't pay it to us. He didn't have any money. Never leave us alone. Now, what did the Baal Chov say? The Baal Chov, the guy who was owed money, says, 
Av met Rishon, Vagar met Aben. The father died first. The money then went immediately to the son. So when the son died, who gets the money? The Malchov. So what do you do? Bet says, hey, it's a good, uh, good question. Split it. Which means split the money between the Yorshe'av and the Malchov. And therefore, since the Nechassim were on the side of the Yorshe'av, because they're definitely Yorshim, no matter who died first, they're definitely Yoresh. And therefore, until the Chob is paid, that Chob is not considered a Vadai. And therefore, you keep it in the Hazakah of the Yorshim, because they're definitely Yorshim. Therefore, they keep the money. Now the Gabbana says, wait. The Yorshim of the father, they are definitely Hazakah and Nechassim. Which means, no matter who dies first, it's always the, the Yorshim. They always get the Yerusha of the father. Which means the Baal Chob in this case is considered a Safik. Why? Because it's quite possible that these Nechassim were not Mishrubat at all. Which means if the son died first, they have no right to this money. If the son died first, they have no rights to the money. They only have rights on the sad that the father died first, and then for the money went to the son, they have a claim. But maybe not. The Yorshim always have a claim. So the Yorshim are Vadai, the Baal Chov is a Safik, and still Bechamai says what? Split it. What do you mean split it? I thought you just said, and Safik Mutsimidim Vadai. And in this case, you're saying what? Ka'ati Safik, Umutsimidim Vadai. The Baal Chov is taking half the asset, even though he is a Safik. That is the. Rabotai, that's the question against Bet Shammai. Are we clear? Yes. Kasabri Bet Shammai, Shtar Omed Legabot, Kigabui Big Hadush. Bet Shammai says a star <coughs> that is a legal star that demands payment, we look at it as if it is paid. And therefore, the Yurshea Av do not have a Hazakah on those assets. It's as if the Balhov is holding the Shtar, it's like he's holding the assets. And therefore, it is considered, that's not a Safik. It's not a Safik. I'm a Muhzak as well. And therefore, basically, we have over here, it's not a Safik in a Badai. It's a Safik in a Safik. <laughs> I'm holding the asset, you're holding the asset. Who died first? I, I'm just, I, 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 the, the Balchov has just as much as claim as the Yorshim. You're claiming what? You're a Yorish. And I'm claiming what? I'm holding the money. So therefore, who died first? We don't know who died first. So therefore, you know what Bet Shemai says? Safik with Safik. Holkim. Till now, we thought holding a star is nothing. It's a piece of paper. Therefore, you're not a Mokzak. You're a Safik, he's a Vadai. Now we're saying, no. <clears throat> a star is as if he got payment. And if he got payment, it's considered what? They're both equally. Safek, read the Nashi. Exactly. There you go. So now the Gemara is going to ask, Umina Timra, 
When do we know that Bet Shammai says, Shtara omed legavot kegavui dame? Where do we see that uh, that he holds like that? Did not. We have a Mishnah. Metu ba'alehen. Interesting case. You have over here ladies that are sefek sotot. Which means what? They were secluded. They were supposed to go to the Bet HaMikdash and drink. And what happened? Before they drank, their husbands died. Their husbands died before they drank from the waters of Sota. They get the ketubah. And they don't drink. Betelel says what? Oshotot. Let them drink. And if they don't drink, then they cannot get the ketubah. So the Gemara says, Oshotot. How can Betelel say that they have an option to drink? The Torah says the husband brings the wife to drink. And since he's not around anymore, Since they can't drink, Because why? Because since they cannot prove that they're pure, the husband, doesn't, they don't take the ketubah from the, from the estate. Now, Betchamai, however, says, No. Bet Shammai says they don't drink, and she gets the ketubah. How could she get the ketubah? the safeku, which means safek zanai, safek lo zanai. We have a safek that she committed snut or not. If she committed snut, she doesn't get a ketubah. So how could you pay her the ketubah? She's not drinking. So how could you pay her the ketubah? Ve'ka'ati safeku vadai. This safek over here is being motzimi de vadai. According to Bet Shammai, she gets the full Measure of the ketubah. The yorshim have a hazakan this money. They're the vaday. The yorshim of the husband are vaday in this. They yoresh the husband. Mashiach and she's a safek. How could the safek win over the vaday? El Ashmamina, what do you see? Ha ha. Shtara omed le gabot. That's the pshat. Because, oh, that shtar is if she's holding the money. She's holding the money. She has a ketubah. And the voshtah that's omed gavot, namely a ketubah, is kegaboy dame. And therefore, she has the money. And therefore, they considered, she's considered a muhzeket. And therefore, she's considered what? A vadai. And now what? You're coming along to take my money out? You're coming to take my money? You're a savik. Maybe I didn't commit znut. I'm holding on to the money. I have a ketubah. I have the money in my hand already. You, your share of the, your shim of the husband. What are you saying? I'm a zanai. Prove it. You can't prove it. You want to take the money. Of... Rabotai. No, it's kegavui dame already. When you hold the shtad, the money's by you. Therefore, you want to take it away from me. Prove it that I'm a zanai. I'm holding the money already. That condition. You're right. But I'm holding the money. I'm holding the money already. It's as if I'm holding the money. Okay. No, no, you don't understand. It's a shtad that I'm holding the money. It's gavui now. Now, all claims that will come subsequently, you have to look at it as if she's holding the money. Now, you're claiming what to me? Oh, you're a, you're, you're a zona. Oh, I'm not about to prove it. You can't prove it. Why can't you prove it? Because I can't drink. Good. And I'm holding the money. And since I'm holding the money, it stays by me. So that's where you learn shtad. Our medley gavot is ke gavui 
דמה, וידרשי, מתו בעליהם. מתו בעליהם. כל אישה שקנה לה בעלה ונסתרה, ומת עד שלא שקטה, נוטלת כתובתה, ואף על פי ששמא זינתה ואין לה כתובה. לא שותות, ובאינן והביא האיש את אשתו ולקה. Until she drank, she gets the ketubah, because it's only a safek. Now maybe she was in Right, you want to make, make the suffix better? You want to give up more? You don't do that. Suffix, suffix is yachloku. You don't, you don't make the suffix better. Like the mandamar. Right, no, so, so that, that, that's a big point he's saying over here. Why don't you say by the Baal Chov, by the Baal Chov also, if you're saying Kegavui Dameh, so therefore, why, why did Bet Shemai say Yachlok in that case where the father and the son died? You don't know who died first. If you're saying that they have a deen of Kegavui Dameh, they should have a stronger claim over the Yorchim. So that she comes along and says, If you want to say Kegavui Dameh, They cannot be stronger than the Yorchim. Why? which means because this star is on the deceased it's not on the Yorshim so therefore you can't make a star she's holding it already but you cannot say that he really doesn't have a claim against this, the Yorshim he has a claim against the deceased who died first did the, did the father die first the sun died first. Okay, so that is that is that. Okay. Now let's continue the Gemara for one more line. Which means Abaye. Ask the question. Right? Abaye asked the question. So the Gemara says, according to Abaye, that says what? That the reason of Bet Shammai in the Mishnah, of Metu Ba'alehen, is not because of Kegabui Dameh. Ela he holds because it's Safek Motsi Mideh Badai. Let's go back. We learned according to the first answer, who was what? Ravah. Avad came along and said that the Sepa is talking about metu ba'alehen, and therefore it's a star ha'omed le'gavot, and therefore since the star ha'omed le'gavot, ke'gavoy dameh, and that's why 
uh, we're going to come along and say uh, the deen in the in the sefer of the Mishnah. What the deen in the sefer of the Mishnah say? Bet uh, said Yahloku. Very good. So now, but Abaye argued on that. So according to Abaye, that says what? That the reason of Bet in the Mishnah that says Metu Baalehen is not because of Kegabui Dameh, it's because Safek Motsimi Debadai. He holds that a Safek is Motsimi Debadai. He brought the ayot from Bet Shamai. By the case of what? Nafalabai. He doesn't, which means Abaye does not hold of Shtara Gabui Kegabui Dameh. And he holds what? That the reason of the Mishnah is it's a safik, and a safik is motzi midei badai. He holds that. Safik motzi midei badai. And therefore, according to him, the Gemara says, meha, which means he should have asked from Rabbah from this Mishnah. When Abaye was trying to prove Bechamai that holds what? Safik motzi midei badai, not like Rabbah. Why did he prove it from the Mishnah? Of Nafalabayit, which is in Sid and Ezekiel, he could have brought it from what? The Mishnah of Metu Ba'alehen, which is what? That's where we're holding. We're in Sidir Nashim. Which means we have over here, uh, when he asked the question, read Rashi. Uh, what should he have asked from? He should have asked a question from Seder Nashim instead of jumping to Seder Nezikim. Why? Because what did Abaye ask from? When we had the case of Etibel Abaye, was Bishamai said, He brought the case of Mishnah Baba Batad Afkuf Nun Zayin. Okay, it's a good question. That case, you see what? Safek Mutsi Mide Vadai. So therefore, what did the Ula answer back? Or Rabbi answered back? No. He holds because Shtana Amid Gavot Kigabui Dame. And then he brought it out. Yeah, how do we know that? From the case of Metu Balem Achelo. Uh, 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 that's how we learned it from. So the Gemara basically is coming along to say, let's go back. The case of Nafal Habayit. I'm going back to the case of Nafal Habayit. When the house fell on the father and the son. What's the reason over here why uh, we say Yahloku? Uh, because Safek Motsi Mide Vadai. And therefore, and that's the reason of our Mishnah. And that's the Vinamah Mishnah also. Abaye argues on, on this Shtar Omiti Gavui Kigavui Dameh. Elohim Asod what? That indeed a Safek can take away from a Vadai. So therefore, Hazak Baruch, you want to bring me a Ra'ayah that Safek Motsi Mide Vadai. Where was his Ra'ayah from? Meta Av, Meta Ben. Who died first? Okay, it's a good proof, but it's from Baba Batra. Siddhan Ezekim. Why don't you bring a Ra'ayah from our Mishnah? <coughs> our Mishnah is that case. Lut bring it from from the Mishnah. So he says, no, Dilma Kituvat Isha Shani Mishum Hina. Which means maybe when it comes to a Kituvava lady, a Kituvava lady is different. There's a nyan of what? Hen. Mazikhen Rashi. 
והבעיה להכילו כותבה בכתובה, דכסבה שנה כתובה משום חינה, שיהיו נושאים חן בעיני הנשים ויתרסו להנשא, לפיכך החזיקו המספק. They put some leniencies Legabe a lady To collect a ketubah Why? Because They wanted them to get married So therefore They want them to find favor in their husband So therefore what do they do? They give them extra monetary rights When it comes to ketubah And therefore it says Alright we'll, we'll, we'll let you take the, Even though it's a safik Okay safik she has claims So therefore you have no ra'ayah from our Mishnah that Safek Mutsi Mideh Vadai. Our Mishnah is a Ketubah case. Maybe Ketubah case is different. Maybe it's a special Takana that they made Davka by Ketubah. And therefore, you only see it from, uh, from over there. Which you, you only can see it from the case of Ketubah. You have no idea what Pechimai holds in other cases. So the Gabbara says, Ve'lutve Ketubah de Matnitin. Right. Right, right. In, the, in the Sefer of the Mishnah, where she's meta, so now already there's no more hen element over here. Hen is only that we give her benefits when she's alive. We're not giving hen on a deceased. And therefore, since in the Sefer of the Mishnah, it's still about where she's meta, and still Bet Shammai says what? Yahloku. So therefore, you see what? Sefek, Motsimi there, Madai, in the Sefer of the Mishnah. Which obviously Bechamai is splitting it up. And still we're saying they got, and you're not going to come along because it's a kula of hen. That they gave a, 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 a kula only when she was alive. Not the Gabe, the, 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 the Yorshim, which is for her, they'll give her a benefit, but not for the Yorshim. So the Gabara says, Lo Peligi. Rashi, Lo Peligi. Unbelievable. <laughs> The Mishnah said, "Meta, ma yaseh b'chutubata b'nekasim b'nekasim yosim ima b'chamai omrim yachloku b'yoshea bal imoshea av b'tum b'nekasim b'askadan." So b'chamai clearly says you split it. So how can you come on and say lo peligi? Haki ka'amar meta when the shomer yabam dies, ma yaseh b'chutubata ushbaka, and now the Mishnah didn't answer that question. There's two things. There's the actual payment of the ketubah, and then there's the ksemilog and the other items. So the Gemara asks, what do you do with the ketubah? Don't answer that. We didn't answer that question. Now we're moving on to a different subject. Well, regarding nechassim, ha-nechassim yosim imam b'chimah omnim ha-chloku, yoshe ha-ba'al im yoshe ha-av, u-bet omnim nechassim v'azkatam. 
And then Betelel says, what? Ketubah v'azkaito she'abal. Which means, and that, even Betelel, Shammai will agree. Legabed the Ketubah itself, Bet Shammai will agree that that stays by the Yorsheh Habal. And therefore the Mishnah actually, it's about two different cases. There's the Nechseh Milog, and there's the actual um, uh, Ketubah itself. Read Rashi. No Rashi. No Rashi. Sefa. Okay, so now go back to the Mishnah. It comes, it comes out according to Abaye. Abaye holds Sefek Motsi Mideh Vadai. That's a fact. Aye, so why don't you bring it ayah from our Mishnah that Sefik Motsimi Devadai? No, you, you can't bring it ayah from our Mishnah. Because our Mishnah was talking about the actual Kitubah payment itself. The actual Kitubah payment itself was only Nitkan Mishum Hen. And therefore, that's why she gets a piece of the action. But Masha'en, even though she's a Sefik, Masha'en, when she dies, that goes to the husband. Also, where was the Mahlokin in the Mishnah? The Mahlokin in the Mishnah was going to be Nikseh. Milog, and the same milog. Then Bet Shemai is going to say what? Yachloku, and Bet Bet Shemai is going to say Yachloku. Amar Rav Asher, Matniti Nami Daika. Amishnas Meduyeket, Diktari Yachloku Yorshea Bal Im Yorshea Av. It says who divides the Ketuba Yorshea Bal with Yorshea Av? Vedo Ketani Yorshea Av Im Yorshea Habal, which means. It put the words Yorsheh Habaal before Yorsheh Ha'av in the Mishnah. So obviously we're talking about money that was Be'ezkat Yabab. But the Yorsheh Isha are splitting. Now what's that? That's considered Ketubah money. Shema Minah. Therefore Be'chamai is what? Is only talking about Nixem Midlog and Akilbah. Exactly. The Nixem Midlog was in the husband's right. So therefore, the Mishnah's Lashon is, Yorsheh Ba'al Im Yorsheh Av. It's the type of asset that was on the husband's side earlier. At first, I should say. And that's referring to Nechsem Milok, as opposed to Nechasim uh, of, let's say, the uh, Ketubah, which is really on her side. Okay. Okay.